Taco hump, taco hump, taco, taco, taco hump. Taco Hump Podcast for the year is 2076, episode 438. My name is Chuck. Bill died a decade ago. I'm alone. Hello? Hello? Am I supposed to say something? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I had something in my throat. I thought I died. Welcome I, to Foolish, everybody. I was going to just leave you to sit in that. <laughs> I'm feeling loopy today. It's good. It is good. It's good for the show. I took a nap. That's what, well, here's what happened. Want to talk about my day? Yeah, let's hear it. I went to... You started with waking up. I started, <laughs> I started with waking up. <laughs> um, I went and got a bagel. Ooh, what kind? Everything. Every bagel they had? It was an everything bagel. This, what, is, what constitutes everything? This bagel had everything. <laughs> Garlic. Sesame seeds. Purple stuff. Purple stuff. Dan Cortez. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was an everything bagel with cream cheese. Uh, everything bagel to me is uh, onion, sesame seed, poppy, uh, garlic, and uh, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't know what else. Raisins? <laughs> no. No, it's not. It's all savory stuff. Oh. Probably garlic, salt, maybe some pepper. More than one type of seed. Freshly ground black pepper. Freshly ground. Uh, plain cream cheese and a nitro coffee. A nitro coffee? A nitro coffee. And this was before your nap. This was, this was a long <laughs> time before my nap. There's a company in Providence called the Nitro Cart, and they have... Um, so one of the ways uh, that, that beer is um, poured from a tap is typically through a carbon... Uh, dioxide, right? Oh, cool. That's the gas that powers the taps. Right. You know? Um, certain taps for, like, stout beers and stuff um, are poured uh, through nitrogen, which is a different kind of gas, but it's just as just as healthy. Sure. <laughs> Sounds it. Um, and you do that for, like, stouts and stuff. Anyway, this company in Providence, and they, there are probably other companies that do this, too, uh, they filter their coffee. Uh, they pour it through a tap with nitrogen. Hmm. So it's, like, really, it's aerated, but it's creamy and delicious. Ooh. It's really, really, really good. I've um, never had it. It's uh, it's delicious. So it tastes creamier than normal coffee. Yeah, it does. Like you don't need milk or sugar in it. Oh, yeah, it's okay. Really, it's really good. Um, cool. It's a little expensive, but it's good. Uh, so I had that. Uh huh. Bagel. Uh huh. Cream cheese. Uh huh. The end. Great, <laughs> great story. Um, <laughs> then I came home. <laughs> then I went to my cousin's. Baby gender reveal party. Oh. Yep. Is that a new thing? Did that just start happening? I feel like, yes. I didn't start hearing about them until like three or four years ago. Right. And they did a thing where they... Have we started the podcast? Yeah, I think... Have we like formally introduced you, the podcast? You welcomed us as a dying man. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
This is Foolish Podcast. I'm Chucky Pill. The, Hi, episode 43. Uh, what episode? 43. 43. Um, they used a thing where they got a, a big, clear bowl of water. It was maybe like a gallon and a half bowl. Mm-hmm. And they put in a rubber ducky with a... Um, are the robots attacking? Not yet. They've. It's just a warning. Okay. Uh, they had a rubber ducky uh, with like... Um, it looked like like uh, when when they put the ducky in the water, it started foaming, almost like Alka Seltzer or a Mentos and soda, and it started foaming a bunch, and then the foam would turn the color of the gender with a blue for a boy, pink for a girl. So many ways to, so many ways I've heard that this happened. They didn't do the balloons in the box, which is what I've seen before. I saw a video a couple days ago of someone doing it. Um, you know the Jimmy Fallon egg game where they hard boil all the eggs except for like one. No, I haven't heard about this. So there's a game that Jimmy Fallon does. They take hard they make they take a dozen eggs. They hard boil like all but two or three of them. Mm-hmm. And then you take turns grabbing an egg and smashing it against your head and seeing whether it And Bill does he do this with a celebrity? Of course he does. Of course he does. And he laughs after every time. Oh, he's so charming. After isn't he? every egg, he he laughs. <laughs> he picks up the egg, he giggles, then he hits his head, he giggles. <sighs> um but yeah, in this case it was just uh there were blue colored eggs and pink colored eggs and did they smoosh it on their faces? Yeah. So they finally got to a pink egg that smashed. And because that one actually smashed, it was a girl. Wait. Okay. So they had six blue eggs and six pink eggs? Yes. And then... And so they were each taking turns picking an egg and smashing it. And like, if, it, it, if for instance, if the blue egg actually smashed, it would have been a boy. But it was hard boiled. Right. It's just regular wasted food? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Well, they did this in um, on one of those commercials, one of those thirty-eight cents a day commercials. They were in the background smashing eggs and then giving them to children when they weren't uh, actually okay. Yoked. I see. What's thirty-eight cents a day? One of those. Uh, it's always the the old safari guy. He's in like Africa, and he's like for thirty-eight cents a day. Steve Irwin. Can... No, it's not Steve Irwin. It's the ghost of Steve Irwin. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's a safari guy. Uh, he's always in like. Uh, he always looks like the guy from Jurassic Park. Like, Jeff Corbin? I don't. I, I don't know his name. He's not like a celebrity. Okay. But he's dressed like uh, what's his name? The main character in Jurassic Park. Doctor Grant. Yeah, he's dressed like that guy. My dear Doctor Sadler. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and he says for thirty-eight cents a day, you could you could feed these kids. Let's smash them eggs. Sure. Okay. Anyway, it's a boy. Thirty-eight cents is cheap. Yeah. That seems incorrect. Mm. Anyway, the baby's a boy. Okay, good. Uh, I had some beers at the party. Good. It's out in the sun. It was nice out today. Yeah, it was. It was like 60-ish degrees, nice mm-hmm. and sunny on a cloud in the sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a south by southwest wind, 15 miles per hour. Thank you, Gary Lay. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, came home after, you know, like two two beers at 1 o'clock in the afternoon is a mandatory nap for me. Wow. So. How fast did you drive home? I don't know. Uh, 40 miles an hour. Wow. Okay. Why? All right, Vin Diesel. It was two beers. That was fine. <laughs> um, I would like drunk Fast and Furious. <laughs> uh, didn't he drink Corona in the movie? Yeah, but, you know, he drinks like one Corona. You only see him take a couple sips of Corona, and yeah. then they talk about family. Well, family's the most important, and then the furious rock shows thing. Up. Are they furious at the family? The furious <laughs> is for the <laughs> That fam- would be great. <laughs> The fast only represents the cars. The furious represents <laughs> the their <laughs> social <laughs> life. It's Jerry Springer. 
uh, went to the party, came back, took a nap, and then woke up. And I just feel like not only have I just slept. Um, no, that is the only. Only I've just slept. That's so. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great story. Uh, and yeah, I just woke up feeling a little bit loopy. Hmm. I haven't napped in a very long time. I didn't do it on purpose. Oh, okay. I was watching the NBA game. Oh. The Spurs play, playing the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Spurs won. Yep. But I slept through much of the third and fourth quarter. And that's uh, that's it. That's that's where I am now. All right. It's been our show, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Your nitro thing reminded me of a question. Chuck, if you could have a food truck, mm. what would you sell in that food truck? If I could... Um... Do you, so do you think are, are you asking me and like what would I be the best at right now like do, or like um doesn't necessarily have to be skill based or like because I feel like I'm I, not skilled enough to have a food truck of anything but yeah if I could have a food truck for anything I'd probably do like I probably want to be known for like really good burgers like good food mm. truck burgers hmm I don't know what I might do. Uh, burgers would be good, but it's not. With food trucks, you got to do something interesting. It's always like not normal food. It's always just something a little bit different. Uh, yeah, it's. Yeah, I went to a food truck festival with a couple friends, and they had they didn't have burgers, but they had like cheeseburger balls. They had like sure balls that were like yeah they, they were fried and they had cheeseburger meat on the inside, and then okay. you would like dunk them in ketchup. And were they good? They were delicious. Yeah. They tasted like cheeseburgers. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't anything special. The only thing special was that they were in balls. My favorite food truck in Providence is uh, called Frisky Fries. Yep. And they do all different kinds of french fries. Mm-hmm. I think I might do mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> mashed potatoes is a very strange food truck. Same item. idea, though. With different, like, stuff in it. Oh, interesting. Or different kind of potatoes. Yeah, that's a good idea. Do, like, a baked potato. Do, like, hash browns. Mm-hmm. With all kinds of toppings and stuff. Yeah. And so you would have, like, a cool term for whether you want, like, the potato skin in or not. Yeah. I don't know what that term would be. But, like, you're on the rocks would be. Yeah. Um, with the skin? With the skin or without the skin. Like, even Mr. Skin. Then <laughs> <laughs> <And> get sued. <laughs> would that guy sue you? Oh, absolutely. He's a, he's a disgusting, terrible person. He would absolutely <laughs> sue whoever he could. I like how your thought was, um, he's a disgusting, terrible person, and my thought was, that guy's living the dream. <laughs> how? No, he's t- it's t- horrible. That guy is just getting paid to watch media and like time code when the boobs show up. Yeah, but at what cost? Like, morally? Not at a cost, at a gain. He's making a lot of money. Yeah, but a lot of people make money doing shitty things. True. So he's he's one of them. Yeah, but does this one hurt anybody? I could make an argument that it hurts the actresses. Okay. Like, they're doing this scene in which they thought they were going to, like, win an Oscar, and it's, like, very tasteful and stuff. And he's like, at 436, Jennifer Anderson's left boob. And she's like, this isn't... He's creating another space for which women who didn't do these nude scenes to get objectified can be objectified. Can you speak as Mr. Skin again? Why is he a shock jock? He must be. (laughs) 23 minutes past the hour, Jennifer Anderson. He must be like that, right? I don't know. Or he's a a mega nerd. 
I think he, I think he probably is. I think it's probably past. I think he's probably done it for so long that it's past the point of being like, "Oh my god, it's a boob," and it's probably just more like work. It's probably ruined boobs for him. Actually, it's good. probably just like work at this point. Good. <laughs> Karma bit him in the ass. <laughs> Speaking of ass, at four thirty-five on this movie. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't care for him. All right. I don't know what he looks like. I don't know who he is. Is he is okay? That's an, is Mister Skin? Is there a Mister? He's Mr. completely Skin? hairless. <laughs> is there a Mister Skin? Yes. There, so it is a guy. Yeah. On um, Toucher and Rich, a radio show they listen to, like once every year, they'll have him on, and he'll take questions from the audience, and so people will just call in and be like, "Hey, Mister Skin, first time, long time." <laughs> um. Uh, Anne Hathaway, and then he will rattle off like everything that she's ever been. That's true. That's truly in. disgusting. It's, <laughs> it's truly, truly disgusting. Yes, it's it's a strange thing to be an expert in. Well, I'm glad I'm thoroughly unaware of who he is. Uh, <laughs> what brought you? What made that come to mind? Food trucks. Yeah, food trucks. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Your mashed potato food truck. Yeah, I blame this on you. I do like mashed potatoes. I like a red bliss mashed potato. Oh. Yeah, with the skins in. Mm-hmm. I'd be a Mister Skin if I was mashed. Potato. <laughs> You'd be a You're gonna have to come up with a different name for that. Yep, I guess so. Hmm. Oh, this has been Foolish Podcast, everybody. All right, good night. Um, <laughs> we're gonna be Richard Famous soon, actually. Are we? Yeah, I think so. Rich and famous. I mean, at least one of those. I okay. I'll be rich. You be famous. <laughs> Fighting crime. I had someone asked. I was in a job interview um, a long time ago, and the manager, the person interviewing me, asked me um, if you could be rich and famous. Would you? No way. Yeah, what? It was. A, it was a terrible job interview um, for a job I actually kind of wanted. Um, but she, she was like a really weird person uh, interviewing me and that was one of the questions what's the purpose of that question i don't know she so she asked me two things i think i told you about this before one of the questions was she asked me um is there anything we need to know about you oh yes you did tell me that <laughs> did you mention that on the show yes you did no i don't think we were talking to somebody else i think oh no that's right yeah maybe i did um but the other question she asked me is if you could ever be rich and famous would you and i was thinking like this was for a pretty it was for like a professional job. Is that it like a selfishness like a question? That's what I was thinking. It's like, okay, she. It, I was so it, like, it was really weird. And yeah, I was like, okay, do I say yes? But then I like that means I'm yeah selfish or you'd have to say yes with like a caveat or something like that. That's I, I answered as honestly as I could, which was like, if I could pick, I would pick rich. Because if you're famous, you can't necessarily control the way which you're famous, mm-hmm. and it doesn't not necessarily a good thing. Rich, I could at least you know be. A little bit assertive with what I do with my fortune. Right. I could build a pool and fill it with gold doubloons. Sure. I could. That'd be it. That's the only thing I'd want to do. <laughs> I think rich and famous isn't necessarily a bad thing if you use it. If you use at least a portion of it to to do like good things, like philanthropic efforts and things like yeah, that. Yeah, a good bunch of it. I think you're okay. You have to kind of give back. Yeah. Yeah. No one does. Well, I'm sure a lot of people do. <laughs> But it's all the real, the real super billionaires. Even when they give like two hundred million dollars, like that's not, you, that's still not enough, buddy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't like when people. Um, this is gonna sound terrible, but I well, actually, no, I have a good reason for it. I don't like when celebrities start their own foundation. 
like the Brad Pitt Foundation. Or yeah, something. like the Brad Pitt cancer research thing. And I'm like, I'm like, Brad, just there's, there's there's already eight million other cancer things that have established people and established things. Yeah, just donate to them or or speak for them. I bet a lot of them are not necessarily in Brad Pitt's case, but I bet a bunch of them are bullshit. Right, they're just like tax havens for like. Right. You know, just like, I'm going to set up a nonprofit yeah. and filter all, like a money laundering thing. Well, there are, there's a, website, I think it's called, there's a website called Charity Watch, where they recommend, I think it's called Charity Watch, um, but they recommend every time you're going to donate, you can look up right. the charities that say, like, this is a good one and this is a bad one. Yeah. I don't, I don't know any <laughs> good or bad ones offhand. Um, there's one that, uh, Penn Gillette endorses that sounds very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Opportunity Village. Okay. And I believe they only have two locations in on the West Coast, like one's in Vegas. But what they do is they take um, people with, like, mental disabilities, mm-hmm. and they will teach them how to do certain jobs. Well, that is cool. So, And they will have, like, they will have a replica of, like, an airport bathroom to teach people, like, how to do, how to be a custodian. Or they'll have replicas of manufacturing lines to teach the people how to do those jobs. And then they'll, mm-hmm. they'll get people those jobs after they train them. If you'd had one of those, you wouldn't have got your hands stuck that one I time. I know. God. I need to go there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, that, that's a really cool charity that I like. I like that, and I like, even though Bezos is one of those guys with a billion dollars, uh, Smile at Amazon. Yeah. If you'd have smiled at Amazon, like a, a fraction of your every purchase goes to a designated charity that you can pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although, how do you know it's going there? I guess you don't. <laughs> I guess you don't. <laughs> <laughs> This has been foolish. This this epitomizes <laughs> foolish talking about charities and not knowing what we're talking about. <laughs> I went to a website for random questions, and the first one is: Should kidneys be able to be bought and sold? It's the first question on this website. Should children's knees be able to be bought and sold? Yes, only children. Those kind of kidneys. Children's knees. Kidneys. Oh, I oh my god. I didn't even get that at first. Oh, you're so you are loopy. That's the craziest fucking thing. Yeah, meow is right, kitty. Uh I think if you want to if if you're healthy, if a doctor says you can get rid of a kidney safely, then yeah, I think you should be able to sell it. Okay. I guess. But then maybe not. How much how much would be a fair price for you to sell your kidney? The thing is, that's what donation is for, right? Like yeah. When you donate a kidney, you don't get any money for it. Yeah. And I think I would donate a kidney. You would donate a kidney? Yeah. It was like, if you if you approached me and said, Chuck, I'm going to die. Oh, I, yes. But you have my blood type, and you're the only person with it. And I was like, Bill, you're sure? <laughs> Are you sure I'm the only one? You said, yup. And I said, you asked everybody else. And you said, yup. <laughs> so only after I asked everyone else. Uh, then yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, I kind of appreciate that. <laughs> and then I would have that over you forever. Yeah, that would be tough to be your friend after that. You know, be like, ah, oh, so who's getting dinner tonight? Yeah, yeah. You with my kidney? <laughs> <laughs> so you got this round, right, Bill? Fuck yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't, they, yeah, they let you do that, right? Because they're like family donations, right? That it, that would be a weird. Do you know anyone who's received an organ? Yes, my stepbrother. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, had a had a like 
had a bunch of medical issues, and so through all the procedures and medications, like his liver started shutting down. Oh boy. So he, he needed a liver transplant. And he got it. Yeah. He, he got it from um, one of his family members. Wow. And livers are really cool, actually, because it, it, that sounds like a weird thing. But livers are actually super resilient. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to... Like, if let's say I was giving you my liver. Sure. I would only have to give you a piece of my liver, and then the liver, like, regenerates itself. Oh, it's like Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah, liver's like... I only have to give you a piece, and then mine will regenerate, and the piece I gave you will regenerate. Does it have to be yours? I mean... Like, I know I'm dying, and you're the only person that can give it to me, but does it have to be your liver? <laughs> <laughs> Who, whose liver would you like me to lie and say it is? Uh, Mr. Skins. Okay. <laughs> you just want Mr. Skin to go through pain. <laughs> if Mr. Skin was dying and you were the only person who could give him an organ. <sighs> I was the only person? Yeah, and like the whole world like knew. Like it was a national story. Like doctors have combed the earth, look- combed medical records looking for a suitable donor, and there's only one donor that's eligible in, in Rhode Island. His name is uh, Charles Smith. We checked every other state. I don't know. I didn't do the research, Chuck. <laughs> that's an interesting qu- I think... Well, you want to say yes, right? You want to say that you would... Sure. Which organ is it? Uh, let's say a kidney. I mean, I get, just because everyone's watching, then I think I'd have to, yeah. Okay. I think the dark truth about me is that, yeah, I would just because I'd be under the... the just because the, you would get a, you'd get a lot of acclaim after that. Yeah, but also the other way, you'd get a lot of like, I can't believe he didn't do that. Right. So, yeah, that'd be an unfortunate situation to be in. Yeah, that, that makes me think of uh, the lottery, actually. Like, there's a couple of states where if you win the lottery, you don't have to make yourself public. Yeah, I've always thought that was bullshit. That they make you like the states. Oh, I that, hate it. Yeah, I don't. I, I forget why they make you do it, but I um, would not want any part of that. Like, yeah. I would do everything in my power to make sure that people don't know who I am. Bill, did you win the lottery? I did not. But that's what you would say if you did, and you could keep it anonymous. That's true. So I guess money. <laughs> here's here's three thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why three thousand dollars. It seems like a. No, if I won the lottery, that would be interesting. I, I, I mean, everyone's thought about this, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, winning the lottery seems like hell on earth. If you want a, if you want a hundred million dollars, hundred million dollars, you take the lump sum. Yep. So you get like sixty. Would you give me a million bucks? I mean, probably. I want a million dollars. You gonna give me a million bucks? Probably. You have sixty. Okay. Just give me a million dollars. So I mean, give okay. me a million dollars. Okay. That said, how much money do you have right now? You know, <laughs> give me one sixtieth of that. I'm your friend. Do some math here. Let's see, ten dollars divided by sixty percent. Yeah, give me sixty cents. <laughs> yeah, I would give you if you asked me for one sixtieth of the money I have. How much that would? I'd have to. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sold. Cool. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Right, so that was six hundred dollars. Still doing math. Let's. How much would that be? One sixtieth of it. Yeah. I don't know. It's a dollar. <laughs> no, ten dollars. Be ten dollars. That would be yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, certainly. 
Okay, sold. So when you get a million dollars, when you get sixty million dollars, and you have to give me a million now, it's been sent to the podcast, so that's legal. And then what are you going to do with it? Open up a mashed potato food truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Want to take a break? Sure. <gasps> Wait. Wait. High pitch. Welcome back. Low pitch. Welcome back. There you go. Right in the middle. Goldilocks. Goldilocks. I was just thinking I was going to say the same thing. God, Goldilocks was the most average woman alive. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. Thanks, it's too hot. Shut up, Goldilocks. Eat your fucking porridge. (laughs) That is a really bad, like, I don't know. It's a really bad story. It's just about being fussy. Yeah, I don't, uh... Remember it well enough. She eats the middle porridge, right? Yeah, she one porridge was too hot, one porridge was too cold, one was just right, and I think one bed was too hard, one bed was too soft, one bed was just right. She was just rough, rifling through this house. Yeah, no, no. So, so it was breaking and entering. Yeah, and then being fussy while breaking and entering. Did she break in? Although it is weird that she broke into a house. Yeah, I don't know what that the had the, hot porridge ready. Yeah, it just had porridge just sitting there at three temperatures. At three temperatures, <laughs> which seems I don't know how that works. And then she went to bed. Yeah, and then she went to their beds. I, I feel like there might have been more. Wasn't too. there a wolf in there? And then the beds. No, that was that's red, Little Red Riding Hood. There was no wolf in Goldilocks. I don't think so. All right. So then what happened? I think the bears came in. Uh huh. And they said, "Hey, this bitch is in our bed." <laughs> they ate her. Yeah, the yeah. End. I think they. <laughs> the end. Yeah, great children's story. <laughs> and that's why kids don't break and enter. Oh, well, I guess it's working then. <laughs> yeah. Good for Goldilocks. Sure. Guy, the guy who wrote that. God, she was so fussy. Bill, want to talk some sports? Hey, yes. Not actual sports, but I have a couple of questions for you, and they're both sports related. I'm intrigued. Um, well, one's an invention, and the other one's a conundrum, or like a, a thought experiment. Which one do you want first? Ooh, um, conundrum. Conundrum. All right. It's not even a conundrum. It's just... Uh, okay, so false advertising immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the movie Freaky Friday? No, but I know the premise. Do of you it. know what a Freaky Friday situation is? That's where Jamie Lee Curtis is like, "Hey, I'm a girl now," and then Lindsay Lohan's like, "Hey, I'm an old lady." So now. like their brains switch, but the bodies. Yeah, stay. yeah. Um, is that what you're talking about? Yes. Okay. What is the sport? Uh, Ooh. Uh, where if you had a Freaky Friday situation uh-huh. with the coach, as soon as the a single game started. That would take the most amount of time for the players to be like, this guy isn't very cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, what sport could you get buy-in? Baseball. Uh, baseball, you could get by the longest. It's got to be baseball. Why? Because baseball, there's there's a bunch of assistant coaches. Uh-huh. And anytime they show, like, a baseball manager on the camera, they're always just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> like... I feel like my their responsibilities are, yeah. I guess I guess they can set up defensive things, but I feel like an assistant coach can do that too. But okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce a new layer. Let's assume that this is mid the middle of the season, okay, and that the game plan has already been established before the game, but you don't know what it is. True. So this like there's now there's stuff with the relievers 
and like lefty righty stuff and yeah. bullpen people yeah. and like if all of a sudden you call the wrong bullpen guy in you still think baseball yeah i still think baseball um i mean soccer i guess too because soccer you just they're just playing for like 45 minutes straight without there must be strategy though right maybe but again i don't it's definitely not football it's definitely not basketball because basketball they're calling plays all the time. So that's the other half of it. Which one would you be found out immediately? I think like, basketball oh, would be immediate. Like, oh, the coach has a concussion. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. know what he's doing. Do that play where you b- block the guy. <laughs> like, like They have, like, names of plays, and they have, like, numbers that they're always holding up. And, and they have to literally draw plays on the sidelines sometimes. Yeah, like, and you're constantly making substitutions. Each possession lasts, you know, 15 to 25 seconds, so you're immediately, like, calling another play as they're running mm-hmm. up the court. Basketball, it would be immediate. It would so, be immediately apparent. Do you think that's the hardest game to coach in-game? Uh, maybe. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, probably that. I think... Because you're just constantly calling things. Football would be tough, too. See, I think football would actually be the easiest one. Because you have coordinators? Because you have coordinators, and I there's, like, the football media at large is so dumb. That if, like, uh, Jeff Fisher or someone um, said nothing the whole game, yeah, they would be like, see, he's actually teaching his other coaches a lesson in discipline. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait. So is it is it the media realizing it or is it the other player? I, I was going to say because the other players would probably be confused. I, I don't know. If, like, the co- if, the, if a football coach, because the, the cult around that sport is so weird, said absolutely nothing the whole game. The players would be like, wow, this guy's a genius. He's, he's, he's letting us do our thing. I was going to say, yeah, I guess if you were sly enough about it, um, yeah, I guess, I guess I could go up to like the offensive coordinator and be like, I'm letting you take the reins on this one. <laughs> just say that to every coordinator. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and just and just maybe they'll be like, oh, coach is giving me a chance. And I think you you know enough about football to be like when it comes to the game time stuff, like, oh, it's this is, we need a timeout here. Right. I think you could t- call timeouts. Sure. At the same level as most professional head coaches. Sure. Because they're all terrible at it. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, here's my question. When exactly does the transformation happen? At, at the tip-off, the kickoff, the first, when the game starts. So, <laughs> there's going to be a moment where me as uh, the coach of the Celtics, where I'm just going to be like, what the hell's happening? <laughs> Um, I guess, so I guess if to get around that, I would say like, given the premise, I would like the person who's doing this freaky Friday switch on you uh-huh. is going to give you five minutes warning. Okay. You personally. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's, that would be unavoidable. And then on the other side of it, when Brad Stevens, the self-exposure goes, be my next goes into your head, he's just going to have a panic attack. <laughs> he's going to erase all my, my PlayStation saves. <laughs> That's what he has to do. He has to I was going to say, his job isn't very hard at that point. <laughs> oh, that would be great. So I think I think if I knew it was happening, I would just turn on the game on my television. That way when they're <laughs> transported into me, they get to watch me fuck up. Oh, that would be funny. Yeah. So you would say still baseball over football? Yeah, I'd probably say I'd probably say baseball. I think I just don't I don't know enough about baseball. And also baseball. baseball's like so slow. That you have a lot of time to gather yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you do. Like, you have so much time to gather yourself in baseball. Especially if your pitcher has a good game, you don't have to do anything. Yeah, no, the catcher just calls it, the pitcher just throws it, and mm-hmm. 
And yeah, you just switch up defenses every now and then and get a couple, get your closer in in the ninth, and then you're good. Yeah. Yeah, I guess baseball will be because you do just sit half of the. Well, you're right. Every time the camera cuts to the manager, he's either sitting on the bench, yeah, or leaning on the post. There's very little like quick thinking you have to do. Yeah, and I guess if you want to be a good coach, you could line people up in different defensive things. But if I just did the generic defense for everybody, like no one would be like, "Oh, what's this coach doing? This coach is crazy." Right. Yeah, the NBA would be the most hard by far. Yeah. Because the game is the plays are so intricate and they like you said they change all the time. Hockey would be tough too, because there's a lot of line changes and things like that. Yeah, hockey would be really hard. Before you ask your next question, that's actually something I I've thought about too. Because um, playoff hockey has been starting, mm-hmm. and I don't really watch hockey, but I like watching playoff hockey. It's really fun. It uh, yeah. And I every year I keep telling myself that I'm going to like get into hockey. Mm-hmm. Especially now, because I was just thinking about this. Hockey, there's very little bullshit in hockey. Like every other sport. So like baseball, for instance, umpires just have crazy inconsistent strike zones. There's always ridiculous calls. I see what you mean. Basketball, like almost anything could be a foul. You never know when they're going to call a foul. There's players flopping all over the place. Football, they don't even know what a catch is right now in football. Football's a mess. Football's a fucking mess. Hockey, there's very, very little of that bullshit. There, with hockey, isn't there... No, I think you're right about that. Just with flopping, maybe? That's kind of it? And, like, the fighting stuff? Yeah, but, yeah, I, I mean, there's not even a lot of that in hockey, I don't think. There's not a lot of... In, there, there's some embellishing, but not really. Yeah. Hockey has a problem that like the like uh, is like the NFL, but I think worse. Where there is some hockey, it seems to me there are more injuries in hockey that end players' careers than any other sport. Yeah, there's really bad concussions and things like that. And there's no like there are guys in hockey. I can't. I used to watch it more than I do now, but there there were guys who's like, oh, that the forward for the Pittsburgh, whatever, he's ended like three guys' careers. Yeah, and he's still in the game. Yeah, which is insane to me. It's like. Football has, like, Vontae's perfect, right? Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, this guy has made a career injuring other players on purpose. Mm-hmm. And the league is just like, well, that's part of the game. And then it's like, okay, but Tom Brady did the football. He let uh, announce of an error. Okay, suspended for four games. And he's a terrible person. <laughs> yeah. I think hockey has its – it seems like there's a lot of shitty players. Like it's gotten shitty better with dudes. that, though. Have now, they? Now hockey does a thing where when they suspend people, mm-hmm. they will put out, like, a, a three-minute video yeah. showing it. And talking about why they did it and, like, oh, this player has had three previous offenses before. So because of all these things, we yeah. are suspending them for a total of six games. It's, like, the most, like, transparent explanation yeah. that they can do. So they're getting better with it. I, I would Especially be, if people have had priors. I would be really harsh about it. Like, I forget the Burroughs, maybe? Is that his name? Uh, there's Burroughs. Uh, Matt Cook was the biggest offender that I can yeah, think like, of. That dude, like... If I if I had checked, if, if I shoulder checked a guy and took him out of the game for a year or a year and a half, and then like a year later I did it again, mm-hmm. I should be out of the league forever. Mm. Like I would be, I would permanent ban. You have you've done the same thing to two people. That's pretty harsh. And yeah. it is, but why should you be allowed to be in the game? It has no, it literally has no part in the game. I know. And like, why do you get to be back on the ice? You're ending people's careers. I know. Fuck you. I know. That doesn't happen in basketball, certainly, or baseball, really, right? Uh, yeah, no, not really, no. Yeah, and football, I'm sure it happens a lot in football, we just don't see it. Yeah, I mean, football, it's a bunch of just lingering crap that, yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of linemen and stuff that retire after five years. 
but you're right. Other than that kind of thing, hockey is a pretty um, – that'd be a good sport to get into. Yeah, it's fun to watch. It, it Sometimes they'll go like 15, 20 minutes without commercials. Mm-hmm. You know what your problem is, though, with getting into hockey? And I think this is the barrier to it. Mm. There's no, like, shared community. It's a much smaller sport. Yeah. So, like, do you know anybody that watches hockey a lot? No. See? Like, that's – I'd have to go to, like, bars and find, like, just people to watch it with. Yeah. But... And plus, any any game that's an eighty-two game season, you're just, you're not watching all of it. Yeah. You just you would watch like the big games, and that's it. It does have. I think hockey has the biggest jump in quality from regular season to playoff. Yes. Then I think it's basketball. And also, each game only takes like you know like two, Fast. two hours. Yeah. All right. Well, you should get into hockey next year. I mean, I'm watching it now. The How the Bruins doing? Uh, they're doing pretty well. They're so, up three uh, one. They're up three two in the in the first series right now. I am in a uh, NHL bracket challenge oh, that yes. works like the NBA. Yeah, uh, and there are twenty four other people in it, and one of them is Mark McConville of Super Ego. Wait, what? Yeah, oh, that's cool. He tweeted out like, "Hey, people, join this bracket," and only twenty people did, and I'm one of them. Nice. Yeah, cool. What's we guess my bra- bracket name? Um, Kraken Bracken. Pretty close, actually. No it's way. Accurate, accurate. Oh my god, <laughs> that's pretty good. Bill, I got another sports question for you. Yes, Chuck. Why? Okay, so the first. This is the the first. I'm gonna lead up to it. Why is a batting cage good? What are the good things about a batting cage? Um, it's a condensed, safe area to practice batting. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to figure out where you're going with this. Like, uh, why would you go to a batting cage instead of... Oh, it allows you to uh, train by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, Similar to a driving range. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. All right, here's the idea. Okay. Uh, driving range slash batting cages for basketball. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, a 20-foot hallway, basically, uh-huh. with a hoop at the end of it and a rack of balls, and you, you pay $4... For 15 minutes, and you can just you just shoot, and there's a, it's, that's all it is. Oh, and there's just a thing constantly throwing the basketball back at you after yeah. you shoot? Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. I kind of like that. Because like, you have the basketball hoop next to your apartment. Yes. Which is perfect, because you get to practice without looking like a goof in front of a bunch of people who are good at basketball. Yes. So the same thing. Sure. For basketball. Yeah, just to practice your shot. Yeah. That's it. I, I like it. How come it doesn't exist? Um, It's a good question. I guess because there's more configurations. Like, how far away do I want to take this shot from? Like, you'd have to have, like, a button to move the hoop a certain distance. Well, if you just made it a long hallway, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be able to take it from angles is the thing. Yeah. But in theory, that shouldn't matter. Because you're always a straight line away from the hoop. Right. Right? It's a matter of the backboard you wouldn't get to use, but you shouldn't be a backboard abuser anyway. Because those shots are worthless. <laughs> I love how that got, like, how that's, like, looked down upon. Like It's ridiculous. I'd like to see a study for people that shoot with the backboard as opposed to like most NBA players aren't trying to hit the backboard. Yeah, it's only like it's only appreciated when like someone is going in for a layup and they like put the spin. Yeah. Like they 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 put the ball, they they bounce it off like the top right corner of the backboard with a backspin on it and it like bounces really weird and falls gently in. Right. And it's like, "Oh, he put some English on it." <laughs> Little finesse move. So, yeah. I mean, there would also have to be like like a baseball batting cage, for instance, that thing is just throwing a ball every mm-hmm. five seconds or so. Yeah. I guess. Like, you need almost like a bowling return. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, that. Oh, that's a good idea. You know? Yeah, yeah. Bowling return. That's much better. I but was trying to think like, how would the machine know when to give you a basketball? Each it'd have time? to move a little bit faster. Yeah. Or if you like, yeah, I don't know. But a bowling return's a good idea. Like have like twenty balls on the belt. Yeah. And then each time you throw it, it goes down a hill into a thing and it gets returned. Yeah. That's a good idea. Or just bring a buddy. Sure. Right, like there's those some batting cages where it's just someone throws you the ball, like in Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, because that's means, the worst part about playing by yourself is, yeah, throwing it and you gotta get the rebound, and then you gotta yeah, and then you gotta. So yeah, I want to get in a mode. There we go. That's my whole idea. It's a good idea. All right, let's start it. Mm. How much do you think it would cost to start that business? Not that not that much. You would just need the land, right? So however much the land costs, then you would need to concrete it, right? Yeah, pave, pave the land. Yep. Then you have to you have to buy. 15 hoops? Yeah. So let's see. Say the land is probably 30,000. Mm-hmm. To concrete it, it's probably another 10. Anymore. I don't know how much concrete costs. How much costs to pave a thing? <laughs> well, we're buying it in bulk. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would guess you would need $45,000. That's a good idea. All right. Let's start it. I don't have $45,000. Did you win the lottery? Not yet. <laughs> but that million dollars is coming up soon, I'm sure. Yeah, it's got to be. I'm actually, I'm, I'm stealing that idea. Okay. What do we call it? Who planned? Who planned? Who planned? Who planned? I'm gonna call it uh, Bill's B-ball bubble. Someone is gonna steal it. Yeah. There must be that. That it surprises me that that doesn't exist already. It probably does in some capacity. Maybe not exactly the way you stated it, but yeah. You see, like, there are some gyms where they'll have, like, basketball gyms, where they'll have the baskets on either end of the court, and then halfway up each end of the court, there are two baskets that run uh, mm-hmm. uh, perpendicular to the length of the court. Mm-hmm. But that's only six, and it still doesn't work if there are games going on. This is just for shooting. That's all it is. Cool. Yeah. And especially now with all the focus on the three-pointers. Yeah, I feel like there should be a, a button that you could press... Or like a like a touch screen that says, okay, I want the hoop to be 18 feet away, or I want the hoop to be 20 feet away. See, that would be, we could just make lines, <laughs> we could just draw lines. Yeah, but then what about the ball return? Well, I think if we're just starting out, we don't do the, this This would be, <laughs> that'd be in like phase three. That'd oh, be, okay. Once we start franchising, we can build those ah. in. But the version one, I think, is just, you draw lines. Okay, right? 10, fine. 15, 20. Sure. Maybe you do the width of the paint. Mm, yeah, right. So yeah. that's what ten feet probably. Yeah. And then I have no idea how much how up to the top is. of the three, so like thirty-five feet. Yeah. Indoor or outdoor? Basketball is mostly indoors, so I, I would do indoors. I don't want to buy a building. Yeah, but like rain and shit is gonna. You could do what we did like a covering. We're just gonna get a tarp, a big ass tarp. Well, no, if it was in, you do it in cages, right? You do it in like a, a steel, a like chain link fence. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I feel like outdoors leads to vandalism and shit. Yeah, that's true. We need a building. All right. People are assholes. So we need a building now. That's going to up the cost. We need a building now. But then we don't have to pave it. Then we don't have to pave the building. Wood floors. Concession stand. Right. And you can make it a whole sports complex. Yeah, we'd have a snack bar. Yep. Probably music. Probably a, 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 like a zone for birthday parties. Yeah. Would we make the employees dress in referee shirts? No, that's stupid. Oh, all right. Wait, oh, I'm sorry. Did you want it? <laughs> I didn't mean to break your heart. Well, you I feel did. like Foot Locker already does that. Right, yeah, I guess they'd sue us. 
No, but they do the old referee shirts, not the new ones. The new sure. referee shirts are like the gray, swishy stuff. Not the black and white stripes. That's true. I feel like we'd also have one zone where it's like a competition. Like, try to try to beat the score. Like, you have one lane where it's like, oh, enter the challenge. And then it's mm. kind of like, like a, you know, at the arcade when you do that little hoop thing. Mm-hmm. But in this one, it'd be... Pop a shot. Yeah, pop a shot. But in this one, it'd be like one of our lanes. It's one of our lanes would be specifically for competition. Mm-hmm. And then probably a full court, too, at some point. Yeah. Right. You'd, you'd want a whole court. Yeah, you'd there. have to have a couple courts in there. Yeah. For people. That's a good idea. All right. I like this idea. Good. This is how we get rich and famous. The, or at least rich. With full-size Papa Shot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Revolutionaries. I don't know how much money you would make. Because what could you charge a person for half an hour in the basketball cage? Half an hour? Yeah. Would, so we would be charging by okay by the, time. by the time yeah okay I think like eight bucks what are we making but I guess we're not spending any money other than the lights right I know like maintenance would be the electricity and the balls yeah and the balls we'd have to buy like a thousand basketballs yeah which would cost a lot of money how much is the basketball like twenty bucks. Uh, depends on what kind of. If you want a really nice one, probably like fifty. Jesus, what? Like the official league ball is probably like fifty bucks. NBA regulation basketball by, by Wilson. Is that a Wilson ball? Holy shit! Who makes the Who makes the league ball? Spalding. Spalding. Yeah. Seventy. So on the NBA store, it's yep. one hundred and fifty. Yep. That's what I thought. Well, that's the same thing with the, the official. But NFL there are ball. plenty of like other versions that are like yeah. forty bucks. Yeah. Like the official NFL ball is like a hundred bucks. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Well, they're made out of leather. LeBron James like sleeps with each one of them. He like coddles it from a baby. <laughs> wow, that's what he does in the off season. <laughs> that's what he does. Yeah, he takes one to his bed and he like cuddles them all. His wife's miserable. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he takes them out for ice cream. Make sure the basketballs are nice and happy. This is a good business idea. I'm actually I'm actually serious. I'm, okay, I'm actually kind of serious about. Kind of wanting to start this. I, I give you my blessing. Okay. I want five percent of your profits for the for the for perpetuity. I want five percent of the fee it's going to take <laughs> me to start this. <laughs> All right. There you go. Nice. That took up way more time than you probably expected it to. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um. Do we want to talk about uh, your trip? Oh, Before um, we end this? yeah, we can do it for a minute, maybe just to if so we talk about it here, then it'll force me to actually do something while I'm there. Yeah. Where am I going? You're, I will tell you. Yeah. Right after this break. Ooh. See, that's a tease. Second break. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Great. <laughs> uh, no, uh, me and a friend of ours, Christian, and a friend of ours as well, Bo, are going to Christian. <laughs> going to New Orleans, Louisiana. Nola! Which I am on record as saying is my favorite city. I've never been. I've been once. It was like five years ago for a bachelor party. Um, it was a perfectly wholesome bachelor party. None of the... None of like How many the, holes did you see? None. <laughs> okay. It wasn't a... I don't like the the like stripper theme batch that's always been gross to me okay and it wasn't like the tassels on on bourbon street new orleans it was more like live music and food new orleans. you weren't throwing beads at people yeah no no beads all right uh but i'm gonna go this week leaving tomorrow nice. on a jet plane 
and I'll be back on Saturday. I know when I'm. Oh, getting you back know now. when you're getting back. Yeah, okay, it's Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck if you didn't. And uh, yeah, I'm very excited. I don't have much to say about it other than there might be some remote foolish recordings. Sweet, I'll take those. And that's all I got. Hmm. And so you have no idea what you're doing? Uh, no, we have like we're going. It's we're really. I'm just focused on. We have like a list of like restaurants I want to go to, a couple museums, and uh, it's it's just a cool town. There's there's a uh, hundred different bars that all have live music every night. Is that Bourbon it's Street? All, it's all that's not Bourbon Street is one of them a little bit, but there's like Frenchman Street, uh, which is a neighborhood or a street uh, close to Bourbon Street, and there's just a couple neighborhoods that are just very. It's just a huge part of the city's culture, like live jazz and blues music and stuff. And I'm just gonna soak that in for five days. Soak it. Chamberlain. <laughs> I'm Chuck Smith. This has been Foolish the Podcast. Good night, everybody.